he was naked. Some people are easily shocked. Agatha Raisin would never count herself as one of those people. She was a private detective after all. No wilting flower, no timid swooner, no feeble faint heart. She was made of sterner stuff. Yet, even she was a little taken aback. She blinked hard, but when she opened her eyes, he was still there, still naked, in the altogether, not a stitch on, in his birthday suit, in the buff, totally nude. It's not the sort of thing Agatha would normally have expected to see as her assistant was driving her along a quiet country lane and... While not admitting, even to herself, that she was shocked, she was certainly perplexed. Agatha, Tony said, slowing the car to a halt, are you seeing what I'm seeing? If you're seeing a naked young man running down the middle of the road towards us, Agatha replied, unable to tear her eyes away from the spectacle, then, uh, yes, I'm seeing everything. The man ran to the driver's side of the car and squatted low, presenting his face, rather than anything else, at the window, while knocking urgently on the glass. What should I do? Tony asked, turning to Agatha with a look of panic on her face. I mean, he could be a carjacker or something. There might be more of them. A naked carjacking gang? Agatha raised her eyebrows. I think that would be a first. Wind down the window, Tony. Let's hear what he has to say. I know it looks a bit strange, said the young man as the window slid down. Don't be too hard on yourself, said Agatha. It all looked perfectly fine to me. I mean, me not having any clothes on, the young man said quickly, still catching his breath from his dash down the road. Let me guess, said Agatha. A bigger boy stole them and ran away. Please, let me explain, he said. I need your help. I just found a dead body up in those woods. Agatha stared at him. His clear blue eyes were sharp with fear, and the tremble in his voice came from more than just running. Get him something to cover himself up with, Tony, said Agatha. We need to find out what this is all about. Really, said Tony, what if he's lying? I've been lied to by many men, Agatha said slowly, and I pride myself on having learned to tell precisely when a man is lying, especially the naked ones. If you say so, Tony said with a sigh, casting around the car for something the young man could use as a cover-up. Her eyes settled on Agatha's hat in the back seat. They were on their way to a wedding. Their friends Bill Wong and Alice Peters were tying the knot, and Agatha had agonized over her choice of hat, eventually settling on a deep blue silk skullcap adorned with delicate blue and silver silk flowers and surrounded by orbiting swirls of feather-like silk fronds. Tony had gone against Agatha's advice and chosen not to wear a hat. No! Agatha said firmly when she saw where Tony was looking. He's not using my fascinator as some kind of codpiece. Tony reached under her seat to produce an old, oversized T-shirt that she used for wiping the windscreen. Here, 
she said, passing it out of the window. Maybe you can put your legs through the arms and... Uh, no, everything would drop out of the neck. Just cover yourself up, Agatha said, a sharp note of impatience in her voice, and get in. I want to see where you found the body. You can tell us how you ended up in this state on the way. The young man wrapped, tied, and held the T-shirt in place as a makeshift loincloth, then sat nervously in the back of the car. Tony drove on. Start from the beginning, said Agatha. Tell us who you are and what's happened. My name is Edward Carstairs, the young man began. I'm the uh, social convener of the Merston Naturist Society. Take the next turning on the right and you'll come to our clubhouse pavilion. <laughs>